Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of 5 Minutes in Church History. On this episode, we're going to be talking about an eight-syllable heresy. Now, the eight-syllable heresy is this. Are you ready? I will pronounce it slowly and see if you can follow along. Apollinarianism. Apollinarianism was declared a heresy first at 381 by the Council of Constantinople. It was also dealt with at the Council of Chalcedon in 451. What is Apollinarianism? Apollinarianism is so named from the bishop Apollinaris. Apollinaris was born in 310. Some think he could have been born as early as 300. We don't know for sure, but he was probably born around 310. He died in 390, so his life almost spanned the entire 4th century. In 360, he was appointed bishop of Laodicea. That, of course, was a very important city, a very important church there. It's a church that has its roots all the way back to the pages of the New Testament. And there, from 360 until 375, Apollinaris is bishop. He was also friends with Athanasius. Athanasius was that crucial 4th century figure in the church's development of Christology. It was Athanasius who fought so valiantly for the doctrine that Christ is fully God and fully human. Athanasius's foe was Arius and Arianism, and Apollinaris shared that concern with Athanasius against Arius and against the teachings of Arius. Arius denied the divinity of Christ. Apollinaris, however, overreacted to the teachings of Arius, and he went too far in the other direction, and here is his heresy. What Apollinaris believed was that Jesus, who was both a material being and an immaterial being, or all human beings are material and immaterial, that is to say we have a body and we also have a soul or we have an immaterial part. Well, in Apollinaris' view, the divine logos, and of course he gets that word from the New Testament writers, the divine logos replaces the human soul in Jesus And so, Jesus, the God-man, is not fully human. He's only a material man. And we know that being human is far more than just being a material being. It also necessarily entails our immaterial part, or being both material and immaterial. Apollinaris rejected the full humanity of Christ in the effort to promote his full divinity. Well, this teaching was roundly rejected by the church at various synods held throughout Rome. And in 374, he was dismissed from his post as Bishop of Laodicea. And as one book that I looked into said, he was never heard from again. So, we're not sure exactly what Apollinaris was doing from 374 to 390, but we do know that he heard of the news of the Council of Constantinople. This council met in 381. It met for two reasons. One, it needed to reaffirm the teachings of the Nicene Creed and the Nicene Council of 325. 
Since the Nicene Council, Arianism had once again made its way into the church and had influenced bishops and influenced people in the church. And then, of course, the other reason is this eight-syllable heresy we've been talking about, Apollinarianism. And Apollinarianism needed to be dealt with as a church council. And so, the 150 bishops gathered in Constantinople in 381 reaffirmed the Council of Nicaea and declared Apollinarianism a heresy. Jesus Christ is fully God, and Jesus Christ is fully human. The author of Hebrews tells us he had to be made like us. I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for joining us for 5 Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.